Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 180 and we are continuing our mob marathon and today we are covering the 1991 movie Bugsy starring Warren Betty and Annette Benning and Harvey Kettle, directed by Barry Levinson. And we about to get into it, break it down, dissect it, you know, like we do over here on this platform. Starting Sunday, August 14th, the Power Universe does return. So we're going to start, you know what I'm saying, breaking our power thing down every Sunday because, you know, I support everything 50 Cent and Stars over here. So tune back in each Sunday as our power recaps return. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying our mob marathon as we have done. Uh, I done a Bronx Tale a while back. And then we got into the Fear City, New York versus the Mafia. We did Goodfellas, Donnie Brasco, Gotti, HBO. I have three more segments left of this. Well, two after this. We're going to do Bugsy today, and then we're going to do Casino. It's only right to do Casino after we cover something like Bugsy. And then I kind of just want to do like a, a, a full breakdown of the mob, kind of just talk about that some more. And then that concludes our mob marathon. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I surely did. And you can always find me on social media. Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. And you can always email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. And don't forget about those fire playlists I have on Spotify. All you have to do is type in Shanice Loves and it takes you right to all of my playlists because I got some long range music ears and I have every genre. So on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show and talk Bugsy. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. All right, so this movie was a classic. I really enjoyed the rewatch of it. I've watched it numerous times. It's one of my favorite mob movies. And I feel like it's always right to do Bugsy before you do anything casino. Because, you know, when you talk about Las Vegas, the casinos, the Flamingo, of course, you think of Bugsy and how it all started. And so many parallels with the movie Casino as well as um, the character... Annette Benning, when she portrayed Virginia, reminds me so much of the legend Sharon Stone when she portrayed uh, Ginger in Casino. And I'll talk about their parallels um, when we do the Casino breakdown. But Bugsy is based off of the life of Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, who was born February 28th, 1906 to June 20th, 1947. Uh, he was an American mobster who was the driving force behind the development of the Las Vegas Strip. Siegel was not only influential within the Jewish mob, but along with one of his best friends, Meyer Lansky, who was right up there with Lucky Luciano, um, they also held significant influence with the Italian-American mafia and largely the Italian-Jewish Jew National Crime Syndicate. Um, he was known in his time as very handsome, very charismatic, and actually one of the first 
front page celebrity gangsters. Like he was all over the news. Um, he was sh- shot down. He was assassinated, multiple gunshot wounds. And uh, he was also one of the leaders of the Murder, Inc. And we had just recapped the Supreme Team documentary. And that's when Irv Gotti had said in that documentary that that's actually where they got the name Murder, Inc. from Murder, Inc. Records from. Uh, he was known as a heavy gambler, a hitman. He was definitely a legend in his time. So we about to get into the movie. It opens up and we see Bugsy early on in the movie. He's putting in work. Uh, he's with multiple women. He put a hit. Uh, <laughs> he went in there and got on his accountant head and, you know, executed him for stealing money. And we see early on, he's a very busy man. Uh, and he goes to a business trip to LA early on in the movie, saying goodbye to his wife and kids, only supposed to be gone for a few days. And fun fact, it's all through the movie, but this was very, very true. Mr. Benjamin Siegel hated the name Bugsy and everybody called him that, but not to his face, they say, because that might be the last time you said the name Bug ever. (laughs) So, um, we see as the movie proceeds, Bugsy hits Los Angeles, and we see he has many, many connections with celebrities of that time. That's one thing about the notorious gangsters, the official ones, uh, the old time mobsters, they were surely affiliated with some of the the most top notch celebrities, uh, not only in the mafia world, but you know, even when we talk about, you know, the gangsters of the 80s and 90s, they were all intertwined with the celebrity world, with Hollywood. And we see after he gives um, his man 50000 because it seemed like he was going to snitch and talk and flip on them, he uh, goes to meet up with one of his actor friends. And that was very telling that they showed that early on in the movie because we've seen how the demise of that man later on in the middle of the movie we seen he was ready to flip early on Bugsy kind of let him slide gave him some money like so you really were gonna tell and we see what he ended up doing later on in the movie so then we meet um when he goes on the set with his friend we meet Virginia Hill early on and one thing I want to say about Annette Benning who portrayed Virginia Hill she played the hell out of this role her and Bugsy's relationship was it was so much chemistry with them too so much passion she was out of control but she played the hell out of this role she played her ass off so um We see it's instant chemistry with these two. You know, she's very flirtatious. She like, so what does Mr. Esther want from Miss Virginia? (laughs) I'm like, girl, you better talk your shit, okay? But she was very, very flirtatious. The chemistry, he was just drawn to her instantly. He was drawn to her. So as the movie proceeds, we see the way Bugsy was spending money is crazy. And we even see Meyer Lansky said it, that he had no respect for money. (laughs) He really just went into the man's house who was a singer. He was a celebrity at that time. And basically smooth talk, strong armed him out of his house. When he was only supposed to be there for four days, this man has went and bought a house. So we see as the movie continues to proceed, 
Bugsy was only supposed to be there for a few days, but ended up extending his business trip and kept sending word back to Lansky and the rest of the East Coast that it was taking longer than expected. He needed more days. He was with different women every night, gambling like crazy, hanging out in Hollywood with the stars. Actually, fun fact, um, a celebrity actress actually is one of his um, daughter's godmother. Um, I have to get her name, but she's an actress from that forties as well. And she ended up being one of his children's godmothers. And we see as, um, he's with a different woman every night that does not stop him from pursuing Miss Virginia, who was dodging him and, you know, playing that role where you got to catch me, boo. <laughs> so we see him all in the newspapers and in the newspaper, the headline reads, is he a gangster or a star? So he was definitely um, ahead of his time and one of the first known uh, mobster gangsters who was all over the newspapers. We see um, as Esther is starting to worry, like, okay, husband, uh, when are you coming home? We dropped you off at the airport. You said for four to th three to four days, you know what they say, three to five business days to handle some business. But no, you've been going for months. And as he's telling her, like, well, you know, the thing of it is, Esther, maybe you should quit asking me to come home and worrying about that. And why don't you and the kids come on down? And as he's telling her to come visit, we see Miss Virginia creeping on up. And he changed his tune real quick. Like, you know what, Esther? <laughs> it might not be a good idea for the kids to change schools in the middle of the school year. I I'll get back to you. <laughs> so when Miss Virginia gets into the house, they they get it on hot and heavy quick. And while he's getting um, a Hollywood facial, we see it's a curl with the guy, Mickey Cohen, who end up becoming one of his right hand mans. And, you know, like a one of the head guys of the security of his team. And they were quarreling because uh, he robbed him for uh, 56,000 in one of his gambling spots. So before Bugsy even went to Nevada, he was already doing his thing in the gambling world. He was really big in prohibition, but after that was legalized, that's when he got more into the gambling and he was really known as an enforcer. So uh, he, Mickey stood his ground. He did not back down and that made him kind of respect him in a way. And when they have their second meetup, this shit was so hilarious because <laughs> He was like, hurry up. I got a hot, hot date tonight. I don't have time for this, Bugsy. And um, he was like, it's, not, it's with none of those goofy bras you deal with, like you in the East Coast deal with. I, I deal with the, you know, the top-notch women. Carry on. What's going on? So, you know, Bugsy kind of laughs at him. He's respecting his swag. And he's like, you know, what what are you talking about? What type of women do we do we deal with? He like, oh, you know, Jill, Virginia with crazy ass Joe. And, you know, he gets the name of them and Bugsy kind of letting them talk. But he like, but hold on, hold on, go back. What do you mean about Virginia? Why would you call her that? You know, and he like, Mickey just starts laughing. So him and Mickey basically comes to an agreement and he gets the 411 on Virginia's bedroom partners. And, you know, he's not too pleased with that. And we already see how they just got hot and heavy, but he is very, very overprotective over her instantly. Like he don't want you saying a word about Virginia. Virginia, as soon as he laid eyes on her, he was smitten by her. So they have dinner 
later on in the movie after he met with uh cohen uh mickey cohen and he gets to kind of grilling her and she puts him in his place really really quick like uh boo boo did, did you think i was a virgin and Annette Benning played this role so freaking good. I don't even want to imitate it. I kind of want to just play the scene because it was so freaking hilarious. Hey, I'm going to play it out loud. One moment, guys. But yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, please watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. That is the app I watched it from. It's also in my collection as well. I freaking love this movie. But here's the clip. Uh, maybe there was somebody you hadn't fucked. around and I fucked around. You want to tell me your stories? Fine, then I'll tell you mine. You want to bury the past where it belongs? We can do that too. But don't try playing these sulky little games with me. What we share should be goddamn good enough and if it isn't, then we should call it quits right here. What'll it be? How about iodine? You don't need iodine. I need some soap and water. Why don't you wash out your fucking mouth while you're at it? I'm going home. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Child, she told him. <laughs> and um, the way how she just hit that cigarette so calm and threw that trash tray at his head and they got into it. I'm telling you, the chemistry between these two in this movie, and they say it was like that in real life. They were madly in love, even though he was a married man. <laughs> but um, she played her ass off. And then in the next clip, when she's getting ready to leave, you know, she he tells her, like, hold on one moment because uh the guy who let Mickey Cohan kind of steal the money, let him get away with it because he was stealing off, off as well. He comes up and this part of the movie turned her on when she seen how, you know what I'm saying? Bugsy was really about what he said, you know, and I'm going to play that clip and then we'll continue on with the movie recap. I think I'm missing something. You certainly are. About $14,000 in change. That's the $14,000 that you stole from us after the forty-two that Mickey took. Hey, no, wait a minute. You want to fuck me? What? That's a simple question, isn't it? Do you want to fuck me? <laughs> of course not. No? Oh. You sure? Of course I'm sure. Well, let me ask you this. You want to rape me? This is crazy. Shut up and answer the question. No. Do not lie to me. You stole from me. You stole from me, and stealing is a form of rape. Did you think you could get away with it? Did you think you could steal from me? From Maya Lansky, Charlie Luciano, and me, and get away with it? That you could rape us and humiliate us and get away with that? What? Give me an answer to that. Did you think you could get away oh. with it or not? And do not lie to me. I'm not lying. Do not I'm lie. Not lying. To me. 
Did you think you could get away with it or not? Did you or not? Did you or not? Did you or not? I won't. I won't ever do it again. Oh, I won't ever do it again. I won't do it again. Now you know that I won't kill you right here in this room. Huh? I'm begging you, Dave. Don't. Thank you, Dave. Don't do it. What do you want? You want to kill me? You want another chance? Don't do this to me, Dave. Let me tell you something. You can't. No one can. I can't kill me. See? That's right. Come on, give it to me. Come on, do it. Why? What is it? Are you afraid to die? Crawl. Crawl. Come on. Now bark. Like the dog that you wish that you were decent enough to be. Bark. 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 Come on, crawl and bark. Come on, boy, let me hear child that man made that man get on the damn ground and bark like a fucking dog and did not only did that turn on virginia but when he came back and got to sitting at that dinner table and got to eating like he had never ate before she got to crawling all over him and they got hot and heavy so as the movie goes on we see that they go to nevada and they have like this love hate relationship it's so much passion in there and she's um they're arguing because she does not fly. She's scared to fly. So um, he tells her that he's going to ask uh, Virginia for a divorce. And when he goes home for his daughter's birthday, Meyer Lansky and the other guys come in to see, you know, what's going on. Now, by this time, Lucky Luciano is in jail because we know that he did get extradited. And this was around the time when he was going through all of the extradition process. So they are upset with him about closing the gambling spot down in Nevada because when uh, him and Virginia went down there after a long ride because they couldn't fly, it was him, her, and Mickey. But that's kind of when he got his vision uh, for the flamingo there. Um, it didn't happen like that, of course, but you know, when movies, they always have to dramatize it out a little bit. It made it look like he just went to Nevada and was like, you know what? I have a vision and he seen the flamingo in his head, but it actually, it was way more to it than that. It was kind of already in process, but you know, he took it to another level and became like the director of the board and Virginia was there the whole entire step of the way. But at this time he had been going gone from home for a long time. So his wife is upset. His kids are upset. Meyer Lansky is upset, but we see as the movie proceeds and in real life, Meyer Lansky, that was one of his best friends. He had a very soft spot for him. Luciano them, of course, was getting tired of, you know, the excessive spending the gambling and just certain things that you know he was out there he like I said he was one of the first notorious mobsters that was in the limelight all in the news in a newspaper you know like a celebrity himself so we see why he keeps running from room to room checking on his daughter who's upset with him his wife um Meyer Lansky, we see he study calling back to Los Angeles, checking with Mickey to find Virginia because he like, make sure she's not doing anything. Like he was child. Virginia had that man wrapped around her little finger. So after all that, when he goes to see Virginia, uh, <laughs> He thinks her brother is just some guy in her in her house with a robe on. So he goes crazy. And this part was so crazy. I have to play the clip and then we'll proceed with the movie because this was an epic scene here when he thought her brother was just some guy she was, you know, sleeping with and not just her brother visiting. <laughs> 
looks like the new uh we got an ad here my apologies podcast family coming i'm coming this scene was so hilarious when he threw him out the window and he was like show some identification <laughs> you don't understand i'm laying the groundwork Enjoying yourself? Ah, you like that, bro? Ah, baby! Threw him through the window. Are you okay, baby? Are you hurt? I don't know if you're hurt, but you're one lucky son of a bitch. You're alive. I give you three minutes to get your little panties on and get the hell out of here. My brother, you psychotic asshole! Virginia, do you really expect me to fall for that? I don't care what you fall for. I only care that you get psychiatric help and that you never come around here bothering us anymore. Us! Us! No, 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 he's my brother! Could you show me some form of identification, please? Yeah, it's in my pants in the in the guest bathroom. Oh my god, Blackley was a hot man. <laughs> that scene had me in tears. This was a really, really great movie. So we see um they start their architect planning for the flamingo, uh, with Virginia all the way involved. And after, you know, they're hot and heavy, everything is coming along, we see Harry Greenberg come back. Now, Harry Green Henry Harry Greenberg, remember we seen him at the first uh beginning of the movie and he was that's who Bugsy gave the money to because he was talking about flipping in and by this time he is one of the reasons why Lucky Luciano had actually got incarcerated because he had started telling so um he comes there and he is just like like you idiot why would you go there <laughs> he like I knew I could come to you Bugsy do you think you can get me a job I messed up and Bugsy is like huh y you're here let's take a ride let's take a ride and virginia is insistent on riding with them and poor henry harry he is so delusional he up there like so have you seen joe lately because you know virginia was with joe first and you know bugsy is like we're engaged he like oh what about esther <laughs> he was so delusional but um he took him out and he did uh kill him uh and when he got back in the car, Virginia was like, where is he at? So after that, we see that they throw Luciano a farewell party because he is being departed and um, they warn him because he's going back to uh, Sicily. They warn him about all of the money they have put into the Flamingo and they are across the line for at $3 million. They're not going over that. But they continue to go over budget. They continue to go over budget and Lucky Luciano is getting pretty, you know, annoyed at this time. His patience is growing thinner. He's already, you know, on his way getting extradited. So he finally tells Esther uh, he wants a divorce. And I felt 
so bad for her. She was like, just say it. You want a divorce? Just say it. And I'm going to play the clip. <laughs> so I live in St. Louis. Carson lives in California. We're so distant and don't get to see each other. I miss my dad. I was thinking that uh, anyone want anything else? Uh... You just said that a minute ago, Daddy. Right. What if it is? You've been trying to say it all night. Our plans are moving. Yeah, what I was thinking was that I was wondering, trying to figure out what would be best. I'm going to be in Las Vegas all the time now. It's nothing but a sand dune, so I'll be there with the work, and I'll be alone. I just don't know. uh, you could live in the house in Los Angeles if you wanted to, but I don't know if that would make a lot of sense because I'm not going to be there. And um, maybe the best thing would be for you to stay here where you're, uh, where you feel at home. And see you for a day or two every couple of years? somebody haven't you you want to be with her and not with me i want a divorce is that what you want is it i, I want i want to take care of you i want to take care of the children I, I want... a divorce you want a divorce don't you felt so bad for esther and then when he was sitting in the car with virginia and and harry henry whatever his name is child and uh he was like aren't you married and then virginia started laughing she's like yeah he wants a divorce but esther doesn't know it he was like look would you leave esther alone with all the cracks esther's a good friend of mine you know we have a good relationship she's a good friend of mine. but i'm like he's talking about her like she's just a business partner friend of his child he was a trip and fun fact for people who grew up off of the soap operas, if you watch the movie, did you see that um, at the dinner table before she asked, you know, for the divorce, that was Robin from General Hospital who played one of his daughters for people who grew up off the soap operas. But anywho, after he, you know, gets everything in order with Esther, kills Henry Harry. I can't remember if his name was Henry or Harry, but um, I think it was Henry. He gets arrested. And it was one witness, which was the uh, cab driver. But uh, Bugsy really did go to jail for this, but he did get released for lack of evidence. Most of the witnesses disappeared or, you know, recanted their statements. And um, he really was living like a king in prison. Got to do whatever he wanted, living like a celebrity. You know, he was one. he was the one who was really living like he could do whatever in prison. So by the time he gets out, now he's up to six million. Remember, Lansky tried to tell him, like, he tried to save him. He like, we cannot go over the three million budget. And now they were up to six million. 
So after that, Mickey tells Bugsy that, you know, they're over, but come to find out, Virginia has been stealing some of the money. Now, of course, he doesn't believe it. And they have a meeting back home and Lucky Luciano has had it. And they find out about the stolen money and, you know, the orders were given. They say that this meeting actually took place in Cuba uh, because at this time, Lucky Luciano had already been extradited out of the United States. So they had a meeting in Cuba and that's where all of this was determined. And Meyer Lansky did try to, he tried everything to save Bugsy. So they give them until Christmas to open up the Flamingo. And when Christmas Day arrives, it's not successful. It's a bad storm. Uh, It was supposed to be a lot of celebrities that showed up there. They end up not showing up for all sorts of reasons. It just was not a success. And we see, we get the call from Meyer Lansky for him to fly to L.A. Now, Virginia comes to see him and shows him the two million that was stolen and they have a very emotional goodbye in the rain. And uh, when he gets in a car and tries to even mention it to uh, Mickey, Mickey is like, don't even mention her to me. He He's over it because he he was really trying to, you know, get Bugsy on the right track. And Virginia was just all in the way. Like, uh, I don't like really saying the word toxic because it's overused and for pertaining to relationships in this day and age but that was a damn toxic relationship <laughs> so in an actuality but uh bugsy was alive a little longer than um i think yeah it went on for about a year he was able to see, to see some success in the flamingo it wasn't right after that christmas day opening he was around for a little longer but you know they had had it you know they had had it so he goes home and he goes to Virginia's house in LA he pulls out the newspaper and as he's reading it somebody shoots him multiple times outside of the window and that was demise that was the demise of Mr. Benjamin Bugsy Siegel right after that Right after that, uh, Lansky sends the two guys who was supposed to meet with Bugsy to take over the Flamingo. And <clears throat> they walk in. They let Virginia know that they they will be taking over everything and running everything. And she like, no, uh, Benjamin Siegel runs this. And they're like, no, Benjamin Siegel is no more. So she gets up. She runs out hysterical. And... um. The ending, that's the end of the movie, but the ending credits, it goes on to say one week after uh, his murder, Virginia returned all of the missing money to Meyer Lansky. Uh, Virginia Hill committed suicide in Austria. That was some years later. It wasn't right after the murder of um, Benjamin Siegel. But by 1991, um, the $6 million invested in Bugsy's Las Vegas dream it had generated revenues of $100 billion. So he only got to see the beginning, but this is this was his dream. This is what he visioned. This is what he fought for. And um, Lansky did have a, a large stake in that, a very large stake. And, you know, towards the end of the movie, you could see he could tell his demise was coming and he told them, like, whatever you do, don't sell your stock out of this, you know, because it was going to be a success, but things like this take time and we see, what it turned into to the Las Vegas and the Flamingo that we know today. 
So this was a really, really good watch. Really, really good movie. Um, it's so much more to talk about when it comes to Benjamin Siegel, but he was definitely ahead of his time. He was, he definitely knew the value of what Las Vegas could turn into. And that's why I wanted to watch this before we watched Casino because he was one of the originators. So I do hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have been enjoying our mom movie marathon talk where we've been discussing documentaries and movies and we have two more to go. Of course, that won't be the end of our mob talk, but it will be the end for a while for our mob segment. Uh, we're going to do Casino next, and then I kind of want to just do a full breakdown where we talk about Jimmy Hoffa, because you can't talk about the mob and not talk about Hoffa. And we really haven't talked about Lucky Luciano as well. This is one of the first movies we recap that was around in his era. Um, I do want to recap Hoodlum one day, starring Lawrence Fishburne. That's one of my favorite movies as well. And Lucky Luciano, his portrayal is based in that movie as well. Um, I've been wanting to watch The Godfather of Harlem because I know his portrayal is in there as well because he was around the time that Bumpy Johnson was in. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but you know, one day when I have more time to sit down and watch some extra stuff, I will get into that. Um, it's just with everything with the book that's been taking a lot of my time. So I do apologize for being off for a while. Um, it's been a few weeks, but I'm trying to get my book out. I'm trying to get it published. I'm trying to get it edited. I edited it myself, but I want to send it to a development editor professionally by this is my first novel, get it published. So that's been taking a lot of my time and I have a tendency to do that. Um, last year I got the recording so much, I kind of fell back on my book. And then now when I got back off into my book, I kind of, that's when our shows were going on, you know, their breaks and I got the trying to hurry up and crunch that in. So I'm trying to get it together. Bear with me guys, but it's a method to it because I want to merge the book with the podcast every, um, when I do have it published, good Lord's will. I plan on where we're going to go over everything every Friday from my book. And instead of doing an audio book, putting it out, you know, like most writers do, I want to give it to you guys where I read each chapter every Friday and break down how I wrote this or what made me come up with it or, you know, describe my characters. Like, I, I'm really proud of myself. I really think you guys are going to enjoy the story I wrote. I hope so. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's going to come with time and patience, of course, but that's why I haven't been on everything with the book. And then I did go out of town, my daughter's birthday. It's just been, you know, a lot, but you know, power is coming back. So we'll definitely be back on every Sunday. And then as soon as, the, um, as soon as I hit publish on that book and it's out there, listen, I can't wait to share it with you guys. I want to combine the two worlds with the podcast and the novel, and it will be a part two to it as well. So that's what's going on with me. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys' energy is staying up, you know, keeping, you know, your vibrations up, not letting nobody bring you down. There will be good days and bad days, but, you know, just the point is to keep moving and keep pushing. Shout out to my podcast family. You guys are dope, and I really love you and appreciate your support. So I will be back on in a few days for my casino breakdown, and then we will definitely get into power raising canaan because y'all know that is my favorite out of the spinoffs so on that note it's your girl shanice and i'm out help you enjoy the show with your girl shanice <laughs>